Taiwan will quarantine all travelers arriving from the Philippines after reporting two new coronavirus cases linked to the country. Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque promises additional aid for the country's health care workers under the stimulus package recently passed by House lawmakers. And world leaders pledged nearly $300 million to help Lebanon in the aftermath of the deadly explosion in Beirut. Good afternoon, I'm Ron Cruz. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Taiwan will quarantine all travelers arriving from the Philippines for 14 days beginning Wednesday, August 12th. That's after reporting two new COVID-19 cases, an elderly couple who recently traveled to the Philippines and returned to Taiwan August 6th. Health authorities say the man developed a fever, runny nose and fatigue, while the woman experienced an itchy throat and coughing. The two have been quarantined. About two weeks ago, Taiwan reported four infections. All of them had traveled to the Philippines as well. Taiwan has 479 confirmed coronavirus cases with only seven deaths so far. Now, here in the Philippines, the number of COVID-19 cases nears 130,000. On Sunday, Manila's Health Department reported 3,109 new cases, raising the total to 129,913. The death toll has risen to 2,270, while recoveries now stand at more than 67,000. The Philippine government has launched a recalibrated strategy against COVID-19. After healthcare workers said the country was losing the fight against the disease and warned of a collapse of the healthcare system. Our efforts had been focused at the regional, provincial, and even at the city level. Now we will be expanding the same focus down to the barangay and even at the household level. Metro Manila ready to return to general community quarantine after August 15. That's according to Philippine Defense Secretary Delfin Lorenzana, who cites a recent downtrend in new COVID-19 cases. He says government has laid out a new system to curb the spread of the disease while allowing the economy to function properly. Yung ating uh, phase two ng uh, ating plan to uh, combat COVID ay in place na. It was in place uh, since uh, August 1st. Um, ginawa ng National Task Force and it was approved by the uh, IATF. Na the, the plan calls for, pa na ngayon, huwag na tayong mag-lockdown uh, ng malalaking lugar tulad ng siyudad o bayan, kundi i-identify natin kung ano yung mga, mga lugar na may, uh, na may uh, antang tawag nito may outbreak marami, yun lang ang i-iko natin, ang isara natin. Either uh, barangay or street or village. Is NCR ready to go on GCQ after August 15? Yeah, I think uh, the trend is going down. Uh, yesterday, mga 3,000 na lang yung bagong kaso. Uh, down from 6,000 uh, previously. Ano? So I think we are ready to go down. Uh, we cannot continue with the MECQ kasi nga alam na natin kung nasaan yung mga mga areas na may infection. Yun lang, yun lang ang tutukan natin so that the mm -hmm. others can also go to work.
The Philippine House of Representatives is set to approve on third and final reading this week the proposed second COVID-19 stimulus package. That's according to Deputy Speaker El Rey Villafuerte, who expects a measure to breeze through its final approval after lawmakers from different parties committed to its plenary passage as soon as possible. Villafuerte adds the measure could be signed by President Duterte next month. The Biennium to Recover as One Act seeks to give continued special powers to the president to address the pandemic. It provides 162 billion pesos in funding, including around 10.5 billion pesos for the hiring of additional health care workers. The Philippine Senate passed its own version of the measure last July 28th. Philippine Interior Secretary Eduardo Año wants to place all COVID-19 patients in isolation facilities to stop the spread of the disease. This includes mild and asymptomatic cases who may continue to infect family members while on home quarantine. He says government's Oplan Kalinga program seeks to house mild and asymptomatic patients in temporary treatment and monitoring facilities in order to isolate them from communities. Anya also wants to fast-track government's contact tracing efforts. Because uh, according to the experts, we should be tracing close contacts as much as 30 to 37 per positive uh, patient. But sometimes we are tracing too late. No? Uh, they have already infected uh, many people before we are able to trace and test these people and isolate. Manila Auxiliary Bishop Broderick Pabilio urges Filipinos to demand an effective COVID-19 response from government. Pabilio himself was diagnosed with the disease last month and has since recovered. Pabilio says government should focus more on addressing the pandemic and its economic impact instead of pushing Congress to revive death penalty. He adds officials should be focusing on providing jobs, food and medicine to the public. Pabilio also expresses disappointment over President Duterte's statement to medical frontliners. They were attempting to stage a revolution by calling for a two-week timeout. Philippine Senator Ramon Bong Revilla tests positive for COVID-19. On Facebook, Revilla said he is the only one in their family who got infected through a household help. Revilla also said he was in the Senate last Monday and was out in public the next day to mark the 40th day of his father's death. Rivilla is the fourth senator to test positive for COVID-19. He is now in quarantine. At the House of Representatives, an employee from the office of the Speaker also tests positive for COVID-19. The employee last reported to work July 28th, but went home after a few hours due to fever, body pain, and decreased sense of smell. The nationwide opening of classes remains on August 24th, but this week, Education Secretary Leonor Briones may recommend a postponement to President Duterte. That's according to Education Undersecretary Nipomuseno Malalua. The group Parents Teachers Alliance asserts many schools are not ready for blended learning, a combination of face-to-face -face classes and online learning methods as the country battles the pandemic. The chairman of the alliance, attorney Duna Belita, wants to postpone the school opening by two to three months. The former education assistant secretary points out the country's problem with internet connectivity as well as the lack of materials and clear methodology for teachers. Close to 23 million students are expected to return to public and private schools nationwide this school year.
Philippine senators are calling for an overhaul of state health insurance firm PhilHealth as the agency's corruption scandal widens. For Senator Ralph Recto, both the leadership and the system of PhilHealth should be changed to rid the agency of anomalies. He also proposes PhilHealth should have its resident ombudsman. Senator Richard Gordon, meanwhile, says PhilHealth should have officials who are qualified to lead the agency. Dapat talaga i-overhaul. Uh, maraming tatamaan dyan at yung talagang kumuha ng talagang marunong sa insurance, marunong uh, magpatakbo yan, hindi yung kahit na sino. Taon-taon nagpapalit halos ang PhilHealth ng chairman. Right. Oh, okay. Ano Meron siyang sindikato na sisiraan ka pag naglagay ka ng reform. As for Senator Mick Zubiri, he believes a so-called PhilHealth mafia is running the money-making schemes in the agency. He calls for anyone who has information about it to cooperate with the Senate investigation, which resumes tomorrow, August 11th. PhilHealth President Ricardo Morales and Vice President and CEO Arnel de Jesus are expected to skip the proceedings, citing health reasons. Morales is close to the Senate. He has cancer and is in an immunocompromised state due to chemotherapy, while de Jesus has a heart ailment and diabetes. PhilHealth employees urged President Duterte to appoint a caretaker to oversee the agency while current officials are being investigated. The PhilHealth Workers for Hope, Integrity, Transparency and Empowerment, which represents rank-and-file employees, says the state insurer should be led by someone who is an ex expert on health insurance with proven integrity. The group adds Health Secretary Francisco Duque should take a back seat as PhilHealth chairman since he is also under investigation. Saying they are angry, confused, and demoralized, the group welcomes the formation of an external body to probe the corruption allegations to dispel doubts about a cover-up. There's no turning back after President Duterte ordered a task force to investigate the alleged corruption in PhilHealth. That's according to Malacanang. A task force formed by the Justice Department will look into PhilHealth's finances and conduct lifestyle checks on the agency's officials and employees. It will also recommend the preventive suspension of any official to ensure the probe will be unhampered. The task force has 30 days to submit its findings and recommendations to the office of the president. Last week, the Philippines' anti-corruption body submitted its initial report after investigating corruption allegations at PhilHealth. The PACC recommended cases against 36 PhilHealth officials. The latest now in the aftermath, uh, aftermath of the Beirut blast. Lebanese police clashed with protesters in the second day of anti-government demonstrations triggered by last week's devastating explosion. Fire broke out at an entrance to Parliament Square as demonstrators tried to break into an area that was cordoned off. Tuesday's explosion killed 158 people and injured more than 6,000, prompting furious calls for the government to quit. Lebanon's environment minister resigned Sunday, saying the government had lost a number of opportunities to reform. His departure followed that of the information minister, who also cited the government's failure to carry out reforms. The resignations add to the challenges facing the country's prime minister, who has been beset by crises since taking over last January. The Philippine Foreign Affairs Department reports 39 new confirmed COVID-19 infections among Filipinos overseas. This brings the total number of cases to 9,754. 
The DFA clarifies only 29 have been added to the total following the Health Department's alignment of verified cases in the Asia-Pacific region. There have also been 23, uh, 23 new recoveries and no new fatalities. The DFA also reports repatriation efforts continue amid the pandemic, with 124,700 overseas Filipinos already brought home. Tragedy at a COVID-19 facility in India. Nearly a dozen coronavirus patients died in a fire that hit a hotel where they were being treated. At least 22 others were hospitalized. The blaze struck early Sunday in Andhra Pradesh. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has expressed his condolences and promised help for these survivors. It's the second such incident to happen in India this month. Eight people were killed last Thursday in a fire at a private COVID-19 hospital in Gujarat state. A rare bright spot in the world ravaged by COVID-19. New Zealand has marked 100 days since it stamped out the spread of the coronavirus. The South Pacific nation imposed a strict lockdown late March when only about 100 people had tested positive for the disease. For the past three months, the only new cases have been a handful of returning travelers who've been quarantined at the border. But New Zealand's prime minister urges everyone to remain vigilant. Yes, 100 days is a significant period of time, but it actually doesn't lessen any of the risk. Uh, that's daily, as long as we are continuing to, of course, uh, exist in a world where this pandemic is, is growing, uh, then risk continues. But it, it is a milestone. It's also worth keeping in mind that uh, I don't believe there is any other country that has had COVID come into our position and sustained it away from our borders for that period of time. Uh, that actually is a message that it is a very difficult thing to manage and we need to be vigilant and before we go a filipino man touches the hearts of netizens after he offered to trade chickens in exchange for his children's online learning needs romel enriquez from the province of camarines sur posted photos of his chickens in an online border community hoping to get smartphones for his sons enrique says it's difficult for his family to meet the expenses required for online education netizens offered to help him without asking for anything in return sabi ko nga kahit po ano second hand basta magamit lang ng mga anak ko kahit isa lang may nagpledge po ng ano dalawa within this week daw po hindi ko po inaasa na ganun ang magiging reaction ng mga and that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ron Crowe. Stay with the news channel.